With the Lucky Land Slots, you can get lucky just about anywhere. This is your captain speaking. Uh, we've got clear runway and the weather's fine, but we're just going to circle up here a while and uh, get lucky. No, no, nothing like that. It's just these cash prizes add up quick. So I suggest you sit back, keep your tray table upright, and start getting lucky. Play for free at LuckyLandSlots.com. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void where prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Lucky Land Casino. Asking people, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? Lucky? In line at the deli, I guess? Aha, in my dentist's office. More than once, actually. Do I have to say? Yes, you do. In the car before my kid's PTA meeting. Really? Yes. Excuse me, what's the weirdest place you've gotten lucky? I never win and tell. Well, there you have it. You can get lucky anywhere, playing at LuckyLandSlots.com. Play for free right now. Are you feeling lucky? No purchase necessary. Void prohibited by law. 18 plus. Terms and conditions apply. See website for details. Guess there's a couple things we want to talk about today on this edition of Electrician Live, and that is we want to talk about an important topic of image. How you're setting the image for your company in order to be able to demand the right amount of pay for your job and all those type of things. So that's today's topic. We're going to talk about company image. You've been listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul talked in the past about how important it is to establish how hard it is to actually get a good image of your company uh, of what you do for your community but how quickly it can turn totally bad by one bad incident and I'm gonna give you an example so I live in McKinney Texas and in McKinney Texas we uh we have McKinney has always been rated as one of the top 10 places by Money Magazine in the country to live. Uh, And it's a great community. It's a great town. I love it. Uh, But we were always in the top 10. In fact, we culminated that in 2014 or 2015, I guess, as Money Magazine's number one place in America to live. The school systems, the friendliness of the people, uh, all that type of stuff. Well, immediately the next year, and we, again, remember, up until this point, every year we were rated in the top 10. In fact, kept moving up from 10 to 8 to 6 to 5, all the way up to number 1. Number 1. And you would think after all those years, we were always in the top 10, that there was a pretty consistent thing going on here. Well, all of a sudden... We had one major incident in the news uh, about an incident where an officer had to put a, a young uh, black lady down on the ground uh, because of, of an incident that took place, and it got national exposure. Uh, it kind of was blown out of context by the media. Go figure that, right? Anyway, immediately, because of that black eye on the community, guess what happened? McKinney, who spent millions of dollars marketing themselves as the uh, this great unique by nature type of community all of a sudden the next year totally dropped out of the list not even in the top 10 I don't even know where it was but we had always been in the top from every point but all of a sudden now it's gone we're not disappeared 
And so you have to ask yourself at some point, you spent all this money building up an image and then one incident, whether or not it was justified or not, it doesn't really matter. It makes it into public opinion. And now all of a sudden, things change. And because of that one opinion, all those efforts that you did are totally gone. The city, the amount of money, the efforts in marketing in order to be unique by nature and all this stuff, immediately just gone. So the point of our episode today is to kind of translate that into what can happen for your company. And I'm going to break it down into two different aspects of an electrical contractor uh, because that's what we're talking about. Electrical contractors and if you're a one-man shop or a one-woman shop or you've got 150 or 1,000 employees, it's all the same thing. It all comes down to an image and maintaining that image to reduce the conflict and uh, issues that can be there based on things that are, are in your face. And I'll explain what I mean by in your face in a second. Now... Here's what we're talking about. So as an electrical contractor, you've heard the old saying to people that you only get one chance to give a good impression. Uh, and if you give a bad impression, you got to spend the rest of your time trying to fight back and get back to that point. I used to tell people as an inspector, uh, when I'd come out to a job and I was meeting new people, I would always say, okay, look, I, my name is so-and-so, whatever. I'm going to give you 100% benefit of the doubt before I start this inspection. And then once they get to know you, they know the concept. But this is the first time. And I'm like, if you've done anything in here intentionally that violates the code, or I'm going to use an example like episode I did about cut ground rods, you know that's wrong. And I find it, or you intentionally mislead me on something, then what you've done is you've removed my trust. And my trust is something that's very hard to get back. Very hard to get back. So I usually will say, look, you have 100% of my trust it's up to you to maintain it. And so as long as we're on the same playing field, we're, we're getting along with each other, we're doing what we know how to do. And if you don't do something because of your ignorance, that's fine. We'll educate you, we'll learn together, and we'll fix it. But if you do something that's uh, intentional and you know it's wrong uh, because you've covered it up by doing something intentional, uh, then we're going to have a problem. And you know what? We're going to have a problem going forward because I can't trust you. So you establish this trust level. Now, when it comes now, translate that into companies. If I have employees and I'm sending them out to interact with, with my customer, whether it's a owner of a house or whether it's the owner of a commercial building who's going to have a vested interest in coming to the job site to, to keep an eye on their ownership of their, their building or whatever is being built for them. Um, or maybe I'm working as a subcontractor for a main contractor or general contractor and I have to set the tone because I want to work with them in the future. Sometimes the mentality of the electrician is different than the mentality of the owner. And you might be both. And so there's some things that you need to take into consideration. Now, this is not going to be an episode where I'm picking on the the, the guy that works out of his truck that has the whole ripped up shirt and the holy jeans. I'm not specifically going to pick on them because they might have an amazing skill set, but they don't look the part. And they wonder why they have a hard time getting the prices that they want to demand for their skill because they don't look the part. In fact, I you might have a great skill set, but I look at people differently. And that's sadly, we have to do that by somebody because they, I'm looking for professionalism. 
Now, is that profiling somebody or stereotyping somebody? No, because it could be black, white, green, yellow. I don't care. It's how they carry themselves in my presence if I'm the owner or I'm the customer. So from an ownership standpoint as a contractor, one thing's for sure, I'm always going to have a policy that I have set up. And that policy is going to be uh, how you look to my customer. At the end of the day, they're my customer. Now, if you're a one-man shop or a one-woman shop, you're the owner and you're the electrician and the customer is still your customer. So first impressions are extremely important and the longevity of that impression is something that we want to carry on in that professionalism. It means that they won't really give me too much issue of my pricing. They won't really question what I tell them because they know I'm professional at what I do. And so all of those things make it much easier to do business. So as an electrician or as an owner, I'm going to carry myself in front of my employees at a certain level. Uh, I'm going to wear company shirts. I'm going to have my logos on them. I'm going to look very professional at all time because I expect them to do the same thing. Now, does that mean that upper management might have polos with logos on them, whereas the electricians might have t-shirts with screen printing on them? As long as it's got the logo and as long as it's consistent, to me, that's branding. Okay, it's 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 keeping your brand and keeping the customer informed of who you are and how professional you are. So as an owner, I'm going to set the mark. And so I should, as an owner, should have a policy or even a program that either provides shirts to my employees. Now, can that get quite expensive if you have a lot of employees? Absolutely. But you know what? If you have a lot of employees, then you're making good money. Okay? Point blank. Now, if you want to have a... Some people charge their employees for the shirts, at the cost, some people just provide them. I'm not going to tell you how to do it, but the requirement is you have to wear a company shirt. Um, every person that goes out for service work, for example, should have a set of coveralls. Not the cheap disposable Tyvex, but a real set of coveralls for work, and they should have the company logo on them. Uh, anytime they go into a crawl space or go in an attic or something like that, and I know I'm going to hear the people say, yeah, but it's hot in an attic. I get it. You know what? Suck it up. It is what it is. You have to protect your image. So they have to wear the coveralls. All right. So that means they do have lightweight coveralls that breathe. I guess I shouldn't have poo-pooed the Tyvex. But I mean, because they look good. Um, the coveralls that I have actually have zip-up legs. So I can get in them uh, over my boots and not have to take anything off or boots are off or anything like that. And it protects my clothes while I'm doing that. And then when I'm done, I get out of it and I go interact with the customer. I look professional. So does it cost a little more? Absolutely. But doesn't everything else, when it comes to advertising, marketing yourself, it all costs money. Uh, and you have to be able to spend it to make it. Uh, and you know, how much you spend or how much business you want is all proportional to how big your company is or how you want to get to a certain level. But you have to carry that part. So I'm a big believer in companies setting up policies that actually require that all employees wear uh, company shirts and I require that they, if they want to wear jeans, that's fine, but they can't be holy jeans. Uh, they have to be presentable jeans. Um, and if somebody says, I ain't going to do that, I ain't going to pay for that. If that's what the electrician says. And my response to them is, well, there are other companies out there you can work for. You're not working for mine. Whether you like it or not, that's it. Because I'm going to set the tone in my company to look professional. Because I'm going to give good rates and wages to my employees and my benefits. 
maybe one of the benefits is a is a um, uh, cl- clothing benefit, the shirts and hats and things like that, swag we like to say. I'm going to give this type of thing. I might even give a boot policy where each year I give a voucher and my guys can can buy a set of boots and I'll pay for 75% of it or even 100% of it, depending on how big your company is or how well they're doing. Um, all these type of things you can develop in your company, but it's the professionalism that you send. Wearing the company shirt when you're interacting with customers um, is important. Another topic that people ask me about is vehicles. Um, I would not send somebody out to do a job in a beat-up vehicle. Um, If it's a vehicle that doesn't look good, it needs painting or whatever, then I would seriously think about wrapping it, getting a a really decorative graphical wrap that's not overly expensive um, on a vehicle, um, or get it painted. You can go get a cheap paint job on it. It's still going to look better than a beat-up old paint job. Um, But keeping your trucks looking professional. But if you want to use magnet mounts on the side of a nice-looking truck or van, that's perfectly fine as well. As long as you realize that some people say that the marketing on the side of a vehicle uh, is cheesy. Some people say that they don't get any work from it. And I'm going to beg to differ with all those theories. Uh, First things first, you never know who's going to see it. And you're putting that company name in the mind of that company. We see ads on TV and you understand why they do marketing to you. And they end up sending you ads and emails and you see it in your Facebook links and why you see them over and over and over again. Because people don't react usually when they see something one or two times. They have to see it over and over and over again in their face. That's why when you go to marketing, they'll tell you that you don't just run one ad in a magazine. You run at least four or five ads in a magazine because after somebody sees something a couple of times, they start to recognize it. And so... Having your name on the side of a truck, there's a reason why Mr. Electric decks out their vans and their trucks a certain way. Because you remember them. Now, they do what's called a one-two punch. They will run the ads in the phone books and they have their marketing on their vehicle so that when somebody flips the page to the book, they can put the two together. They remember what they saw on the truck. They remember they've seen them. They know that they're readily available and they usually will go with them. Now, I have other people that say, yeah, well, I don't go with them because obviously if they've got to deck their trucks out and they got these big ads, that they're going to be the most expensive. Not always the case because the one that gets the most work, brings in the most revenue, can afford to keep their prices down because they're going on volume as long as they can pay their advertising budget. So I don't let that. I've gone both ways before uh, in, in how I do that. So don't judge the book by its cover. Um, but marketing is a big thing today. And do not miss an opportunity. Now, in Texas, for example, you're required to have your your license on the side of your vehicle. So why not take the opportunity to incorporate it into the marketing of your vehicle or incorporate it into the magnets or magnet mounts or even your wrap or some kind of paint uh, on your vehicle in order to send the image. But make sure that it's it's classy and it's professional and it's going to go a long way. Now, some people will say, yeah, but aren't I going to get the low fruit stuff that I don't like, the ceiling fans or the luminaire change or typical G? I'm trying to make the big money. Well, again, it's all money to me. And I, I use an example. I went out and did a service call yesterday 
and I made 85 an hour. That's what my rate just happens to be in Texas. It could be higher, but I don't have the same burden as other people have. And you, you establish your rate based on what your burden is and your overheads and things like that. So I don't have it, but I think it's a very competitive rate. I'm not lowballing anybody. There are some that are less. There's some that are more. Um, I feel it's very comfortable in the industry for my area. So that's what I choose. And because I go with the company shirt on, because I go and look professional, um, and in the way that I address it, all of my invoices, all of my, and I use an app on my phone for my invoices. I can either charge them right there or even email them an invoice in a PDF, all right from my phone or my tablet uh, with a template, all easy to do today. I don't believe in the writing up ones where you write them up with a pen to the guy and half the time you can't read the writing. It's just unprofessional. Today we have all these resources. There's no reason to not look professional. It's just no reason at all. Um, in fact, a couple other things. Let's talk about your marketing. Every job that I go on, every service call, I have a sticker. And the sticker has my company name, my phone number, and all that on it, a round sticker. It is so cheap today to get stickers made. You can get a thousand of them for about, on a, on a, on a reel of paper, or you can get them, uh, the die cuts, for under three or four hundred dollars for like a thousand. You can have them with your name and you put it on every panel you visit. Even if I went there to fix uh, a receptacle, I am still going to make a visit to the panel when I turn that circuit off to work on that circuit. I'm going to stick my sticker in that panel. So that when they go to that panel and they see my sticker, that they know who to call. That's what I'm saying. In marketing yourself. So always have stickers in your truck when you go to every service call. Everyone. Every new installation. When I do a panel and I cut that panel out, I put that sticker on the actual panel. Because I want them to call me back. Now, you might say, it's not worth my time for two hours to make 85 an hour. Well... Again, you to me, you're a fool. Because if I'm a one-man show, that's two hours of my time that I got paid pretty healthy for. Okay, And if you're skilled at what you do, then your work's not going to be complicated. I've been doing this for over 30 years, and I have not had a service call that I felt was something I could not handle. So, you know, if you something you can't handle that's outside the scope of what you do, then you got to learn to say no. That's on you. But I've yet to, incur, uh, to, to go into that. And plus, I have the ability to know what jobs I want to do at this level of my career than I don't want to do. So I just say I'm not interested in it. And just don't do it. You have that right to do that. But if you take that job and you go, then you need to be prepared to be able to fully market yourself. Look the part. Have the labels on your vehicles. Uh, it's got your sign on it with your phone number. Uh, you need to have the labels to go in the panel. You need to have business cards. Uh, you need to have um, your truck decked out. You need to wear the, the shirt with your company name on it. You need to look professional all the way down. Small investment in a first impression. And that's what's been successful for me. So now I get repeat business for the guy, people that know what stuff I'm willing to do. I get repeat business and it's basically because of the impression that I set and the professionalism on the job, okay? I don't cuss on the job. I just don't. I don't, um, I, I limit my discussions with the owners or the homeowner or whatever to the professional nature of what I'm there to do. Um, I don't get into anything that could be considered non-politically correct or 
in, uh, politically incorrect or whatever. I don't. I'm there to do a job. And I'm there to be professional about it and be professional and look professional. Uh, small talk's okay, but I look professional. Some people ask me, if somebody offers you a glass of water and it's hot and you're working in Texas in the summer and some people's policy is don't take the water. No, take the water, but do it professionally. Take the water and say, thank you very much. I appreciate it. It is hot today. And, you know, have that kind of interaction, but watch how you talk and keep it straightforward. Look the part. That's all I'm saying. So you should have your name on your vehicle. You're required in many states to have your license number, company license number on the vehicle. Uh, You should be doing that. Always make sure that you hand out business cards. I recommend stickers that goes into panels. Uh, Always recommend those um, to do that. Um, Or even you can even put them on the outside of the cover of the panel. Again, if they don't like it, they'll take it off. But you put it on there. Um, And also, when I'm doing work, I have no problem putting stickers on my rough ends and and all this kind of stuff on my panels and everything at at all. I don't have any problem with with that at all. In fact, I used to have a certain type of sticker that was like a flag that I would even hang on up in a a suspended ceiling. I would even wrap it over like an MC cable that's kind of like a tag, business card tag that hung down so that if anybody's up in there and they can see it and if they're doing any expansion or change, I'm right there. Okay, now some people say, well, that makes it easy for the lawyers to find you if there's an issue. Well, if I didn't do anything wrong and there's still an issue, then I'm more more than prepared to fight it out in court. I'm not scared of court. Just don't do things wrong. Do it right. Know the code. Know what the minimum requirement is, and that's going to hold up in court every day of the week. I'm just saying. Anyway, that's kind of my concepts. Show yourself off as a professional. Then, what are the consequences of being professional? Um, not ripped up jeans, not ripped up shirts, not looking all like I'm uncare, unkept, not looking professional. If you own the company, people say you ain't got the right to tell me how I can look. Bull crap. If you work for me, I have every right to tell you. Or you can go get a job somewhere else. Okay? I'm here to send the message of professionalism and I'm going to get the job done. We're going to do it right. I pay my guys well. Then I'm going to get the job done. Okay? So with that scenario, you have to look the part to do it. And so provide your guys with the t-shirts. Again, it costs hardly nothing to get some nice screen printing done today. Online, people are selling that service. All you got to do is have a logo and they'll do it. In fact, most people don't know that our company will actually create a logo for you. Uh, you know, it, it does cost you something, but Electrical Code Academy does create logos for companies. Just kind of give us an idea of what you're looking for. Uh, and we'll create a logo for you. But at the end of the day, putting it on a shirt, putting it on a hat, putting it on a jacket, putting it on you know on, on labels and stickers and things, all putting it on the side of your truck, getting your truck professionally wrapped, all those type of things go a long way of setting a, a tone of professionalism. I'm just saying, having a website, making the website look nice. Uh, in uh, being able to give all the pertinent information that you can actually point to. That's another thing I tell people. Um, Utilize your website on all of your marketing because you can only say so much in an ad. You can only say so much on the side of a vehicle. But if you can get people to a website, then you have a captive audience. And then you can say anything you want. And you, you only keep the customer there 
if they're engaged, they go there looking for something. They need something fixed, okay? So again, that's one of those concepts of, of, of making sure that you utilize all of the, the first impressions that you can, all right? So that was kind of my message for the day. Remember, you're setting the first impression. No sloppy jeans, no ripped up shirts, clean uh, appearance, um, you can, uh, it's not saying you don't have a beard, just it's got to be presentable. Um, I don't want tattoos that are uh, anti-Semitic or hate or, or, or could be politically incorrect when I'm dealing with a customer, unless you can cover them up and they're under sleeves or things like that. Uh, you know, it is what it is. I'm not judging. I don't have tattoos. I'm not judging people with the tattoos. I'm just saying, if you have certain types of tattoos that can send the wrong message and I'm not sending that message to my customers, I'm sorry. I'm just, I'm just not. You can judge me how you want. I'm, I'm just not doing it. Am I against tattoos? Absolutely not. I think they're awesome. Um, and, and I don't care where they're at on your body as long as they're tasteful, okay? Uh, for example, I'm not gonna be real apt to hire somebody that's got a swastika on the side of their cheek. I'm just not, okay? Just so you know, I'm not gonna do it. All right, so anyway is what it is. You made that decision to do that. You got to live with that decision. Anyway, so there you go. First impressions mean a lot. Dress the part, look the part, wear the company shirts, have your company name on it. Um, that's a big thing. Your vehicles, have them lettered out or have magnet mounts on them that depict your company with your company um, uh, license number on it, uh, phone numbers, all those type of things. All are important and make sure you look the part. It's going to go a long way about setting that first impression. All right. Till next time, folks. Stay safe. God bless. You're listening to Electrician Live with your host, Paul 